0: So no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. Blue Chew's tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet package. With Blue Chew, men everywhere excited to see the postman because when your package has arrived, your package has arrived. Get it? Blue Chew wants to help you have better sex. Discover your options at BlueChew.com chew it and do it and we've got a special deal for our douglas movies listeners try blue chew free when you use our promo code dlm at checkout just pay five bucks for shipping that's bluechew.com, promo code dlm to receive your first month free visit blue for more details and important safety information and we thank blue chew for sponsoring the podcast back to the show
2: Here, let me just turn down the Pearl Jam radio. No. Gotta turn it down. We're, we're podcasting. Uh, my name is Doug, and I love movies. This is Doug Loves Movies. Coming to you from a rental
1: car. What kind of car is this, Graham? Doug, we're driving in a Chevy Cruze. Blue. It's a Chevy's little sporty four-door. Uh, good gas mileage and a nice trunk. Very nice trunk. And satellite radio,
2: so I've been forced to listen to days on end of uh, Pearl Jam Radio on Sirius XM. I'm forcing you for your own good.
0: (laughs) It's Sunday, May 26th, 2 Oceans 13, as we are driving from Knoxville to Hashville on...
2: I already said the date. (laughs) My guest and driver of the rental car is Graham Elwood.
1: Hello. Go ahead and do your plugs now. Plug it out. Um, how about? Times up. What? That seems way too quick. Uh, uh, Chris Mancini and myself will be at the Limestone Comedy Festival in Bloomington, uh, June six through 8 you We're going to be doing a comedy film where it's live recording. You will be there. You're doing a bunch of things.
2: Yeah, Benson Movie Interruption. We haven't we haven't uh, released the title of the movie yet, but uh, people have voted. They bought badges, and they'll. Uh, I think they'll be delighted with the selection. And uh, dining with Doug and Karen on Sunday, like kind of a lunch-brunch kind of thing at the Comedy Attic. And Oh, it was like a little kid being sick by the side of the road. That was gnarly. Um, where his parents or his car
1: went. <laughs> <laughs> He's just walking around <laughs> vomiting along the freeway. <laughs> we're on Vomit Highway to Nashville.
2: Oh, the way station's coming up. They probably wanted the kid to... Uh, dump some lady. Yeah, they wanted him to meet his fight class. <laughs> <laughs> to get him down to... Um, oh, and I'm going to also be doing stand-up with uh, Pete Holmes at the Busker Chumley two shows Saturday night. You can see Graham and Chris Mancini doing stand-up all over, I'm gonna, all over the place. I'm
1: going to be a guest on Jackie Cation's Dork Forest. Pete Holmes is going to be the comedy film nerd guest. It's going to be fun to have by all. And then uh, June 9th, Chris Mancini and myself will be in uh, doing stand-up comedy routines in Louisville. Uh, that's all at my website, grahamelwood.com. Uh, What's the
2: name of the venue there in Louisville?
1: The Bard, like B-A-R-D, like Shakespeare.
2: Oh, okay, because that's where he got his start, right? <laughs> yeah, he
1: started in Louisville. Yep, that's right. That's exactly right. And then, uh,
2: it was originally called Much Ado About the Lou.
1: Yeah, that's it, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Yesterday
2: was a fun filled day for us here in Tennessee. Tennessee-ee.
1: Horseshoes, a game of horseshoes. Oh, don't forget uh, LA Podcast Festival, October 4th through 6. Go to lapodfest.com. How could we forget? You will not let us. Ever. Um, we went to Dollywood. Oh my
2: God, Dollywood was so great. Hooray for Dollywood. What a strange, delightful place. <laughs> it is ridiculously fun. We first, you have to drive in there. Uh, it's located in Pigeon Forge, which is about 30 minutes uh, east of Nashville. I mean uh, Knoxville, and then, uh, but then once you get off the highway, then you have to go through this gauntlet, this tourist trap gauntlet of utter
1: amazing it's bullshit. Fifteen miles of driving past just it's just all as seen on tv stores and every S- zip lines and indoor skydiving and hot putt golf
2: and a little nascar rides. track and uh, a, some sort of building that's upside down and a, a titanic that's crashed into an iceberg and tons of ads for the hatfield mccoy dinner, uh, dinner show
1: jesus get off my Hey, oh, God
2: damn it, I'm trying to eat.
1: You want more napkins?
2: <laughs> oh, thank you for giving me some napkins while you're in the middle of this feud. Let me
1: top off your iced tea. Now get off my lawn!
2: <laughs> so, uh, that's crazy. And then also the billboards for um, com- a place called Comedy Barn. Which I'm shocked we've never played. Yeah, how did we not? Get how that did we not gig? get the gig? But the, uh, one of the billboards said uh, that they had a, a mind-reading pig at the comedy barn. Sounds great. <laughs> Sounds great funny. Show. And then another one said they had a talking dog. And we started riffing about how uh, Pigeon Forge the uh, the mayor is that pig. <laughs> he knew, and he always knew he was going to be mayor. Yeah. Because he could read everybody's minds. Yeah. And then the dog is the. Um, house did police chief yeah and uh you know he's sad that he's not the police chief anymore because he really enjoyed taking a bite out of crime <laughs> and of course along that way plenty of fireworks and porn oh my goodness what you. was one of them was called sexy stuff
1: s-t-u-f couldn't afford the second half. They <laughs> needed it for the fireworks oh, sign oh shit <laughs> And then, uh, we saw
2: a, uh, Christian, several Christian places, but one of them, Christian Warehouse, had this big banner that said, going out of business. Yeah. And, uh, I said, uh, the Lord,
1: the Lord take it away. <laughs> Should be on that banner also, but... And that was across the street from sexy stuff. Yeah. So you could get Jesus and porn all together. So, so crazy. And we get to, uh...
2: Dollywood And what Graham and I Like to do Is we like to go to Amusement parks We get there early Run to the best rides And then uh, Ride them a bunch of times And then when the lines Start to build up And the place starts To get crowded We go home We say Fuck it And we get the hell Out of there Well, Especially that day Because we had a 420 show Yeah But we always It's it's our MO And uh, So We're running To try to get To a roller coaster And we see this building that has a sign outside that implies that inside is an indoor roller coaster. Right. So that sounds fun. It's called, the ride is called Flaming Rage. Turns out it's just angry homosexuals <laughs> picketing Dollywood. <laughs> For gay marriage. No, it's called Blazing Fury. And I guess it was the first ride ever made. Oh, God. <laughs> because. It was a former water ride. At Aaron the Beastly on Twitter uh, tipped me off to that. And, uh... But even though it was a former water ride, it's always a weird ride. Uh, because... What is being depicted? Like, like it's kind of like Pirates of the Caribbean, but with hillbillies? It's like, a, like, a, a, like, the a, town is on fire? There's a hillbilly town fire, I
1: think?
2: And the hillbillies are all just kind like, of like... None of the figures move. They're just dummies. Yeah. With... Uh, with like, it looks like a fake beard has been put on these things. Like the the mannequins are so embarrassed to be a part of the attraction that they're pre- they're pretending. You know what I mean? They're it just a, looks like whenever somebody in a movie, you know, it's even got the things around the ears. Like mannequin
0: protection program. <laughs>
2: yes, they're hiding from uh what's his
0: name. <laughs> they're hiding from. Why can't I think of his fucking name?
2: Tom. Uh, <laughs> Hey, Andrew McCarthy Andrew. They're hiding from Andrew McCarthy And Jonathan Silverman Because they're tired Of those guys Taking them to the beach And pretending that They're not dead right. A weekend at Bernie's Riff. Yeah So good um, So then we went So that ride Was just weird And um But little kids love it And people are nostalgic For it That, that have been going There for years As I would be I go on some of the Dumber older rides At Disneyland Just for You know Just to reminisce About how they Used to seem cool to me and it has a couple of weird drops in it, but, like, you, you, looking back on it, it makes perfect sense that you used, there used to be, like, waterfall drops. Yeah, like, yeah. Again, the whole thing is just kind of, like, it's almost like they said, let's do Pirates of the Caribbean, but let's spend uh, less money. way less money. Let's uh, let's try to buy the entire thing using coupons. <laughs> then we went on Tennessee Tornado, and it uh, changed our, our world. Right. Our, our, our dolly world changed with that, because... That is a fucking sweet Lots of loops Oh, crazy 70 miles per hour Super fast Yeah, you go drop it into the ground at one point Yeah, really, really cool ride And then we went on The winner of the 2012 best new ride According to somebody Golden ticket Yeah, okay, whatever that is Uh, The Flying Eagle That ride's Uh, amazing
1: That ride's amazing
2: (laughs) (laughs) So cool it's a dangler Your feet dangle There's like two people On each side Of a, like an eagle's head uh, And then You know Super a, a whole bunch of them Really smooth ride And just really Like You really feel like You're just flying And, and you know and, and doing what an eagle Would do Which is like You know dip, you know, Like how when they're Having sex They plummet okay. And then they uh, Separate before They hit the ground Yeah that's how They do it That's what I was Told in school I'll have to do a corrections department thing about that. Someone's going to email
1: you. Actually, yeah. okay, Eagles... Or what they really do is...
2: <laughs> um, but then the lines got too long after that, so we didn't go on Mystery Mind, which a lot of people had recommended. We didn't go on their wooden roller coaster, which, as much as I love roller coasters, wooden roller coasters are falling out of favor with me because they beat the shit out of you. They just It's like, hey, you want to get punched for a few minutes in your sides and in your head? And, like, people have been hospitalized because of those. The the, the the Flying Eagle, the seats are so comfortable. It's amazing. Like, it's almost relaxing. Yeah. How, like, the bar doesn't come down. Like, the way, they has got that weird thing that comes down on your chest that's all soft. And, yeah. like, it, you don't feel crushed in. Like, I always feel when they pull lap bars down on me that I feel, like, a little crushed in, you know? Yeah. And this was just a, oh, just a tremendous... And the Dolly singing this Wonderful ride. Yeah, and then as you're waiting in line, Dolly Park's like, Flying eagle, soaring through the sky, flying eagle, hope you don't die. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's... <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> that's, that's pretty awesome. I was just bummed because...
2: Every ride when you're waiting in line at theme parks should have a, a theme song. Sure. Sung by a different famous person. But this is her park. I really yeah. wanted the rides to be like... You know, yeah, the you, nine wanted, to five ride. you wanted a nine to five ride. You wanted a straight talk ride. Yeah,
1: I, <laughs> you wanted to you wanted to visit a whorehouse. Yes, <laughs> I wanted you know you're you're like as you know you're like you're coming down some big dip or into a loop and it's like Jolene, Jolene, Jolene. Like that's what I want. That's they should they should just call Mystery Mind Jolene. Yeah, and just play that the whole time. Daphne Coleman comes out of the nine to five ride, then Lily Tomlin poisons it.
2: And in case you haven't figured it out, it's a really long drive today, so this is going to be a a long episode. Yeah, we're going to just talk your ear off. Then we did a super fun 420 show at Sidesplitters in Knoxville. That was fun. And we played the Leonard Maltin game at the end, but I messed up and hit the wrong button on my phone and didn't record the whole thing. So I'd like to play for you now part of what happened yesterday and we will listen to it also along with you and then uh, we'll be back to tell you more about what happened and what I missed Uh, what do you guys say we play a little Leonard Maltin game (laughs) Knoxville. Are you making a vine, Graham? Yeah, I just took some
0: photos. Oh, God, he's
2: always vining and photographing. Blah, blah, blah. It's fun to show people our exploits, like we do in The Greatest Movie Ever Rolled. You can get a chill.com backslash 420 for the amazing price of seventy four ninety five. That's 95 It's almost 75 bucks, but we said let's make it seventy four ninety five. It won't
0: seem so bad. Someone here thinks you're serious. I think most of them do. <laughs> well like, shit, that's a monster. Did you guys see the movie? Yeah.
1: Woo! Yeah,
2: yeah, three people and wow. got, got it for the original price, and the rest of you, and pay $74.95. <laughs> you're gonna love it. Am I bad at selling my own shit? Better? You're not good at marketing. You're not good at marketing, Doug. I'm terrible at marketing. I always get the cart with the wheel
0: that's all funky and... <laughs> Going all over the place, so it's very hard to negotiate the sharp turns from frozen to cheese that's slightly frozen. Hey. Hey, hey, hey. What is happening? Right? Isn't the freeze in the section that's not as cold? Is this cheese? <laughs> what are you talking
2: about?
1: What are you talking about?
2: I don't know, but there's been a minute and thirty seconds of it, and the listeners of the podcast are gonna eat it up. <laughs> They're gonna be keep talking. I have a boring guest job, and no matter how much bullshit screws out of your mouth, it's more interesting than the light radio
0: station that they have on here in the office. I <laughs> 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 hit a chord, I hit a cord. I hit a cord. It's fucking true. Just
2: anything in my ears instead of life. <laughs> <laughs> anything. Get this dumb office noise out of my ears. Uh. Get this dumb commute out of my ears. Yeah. People on the
1: train
0: on their phones. Yeah, yeah. I told <laughs> you. We didn't even
1: pick a contestant yet. Yeah, we were just, we were just babbling on, really. So... Uh, <laughs> Do you remember any of the name tags? Yeah, there was some really that good way name. Tags. Name checks. So one guy had a name tag uh, where he put my head on the new Superman's body and it said gram of steel. That one was amazing. That was amazing. It's really just photo it was really good Photoshop. He just found the perfect picture of my head and just put it right on top Yeah, so of it. much of what when people do
2: that sort of thing they just grab a picture of your head and stick it on a body and it's like sometimes it looks cool and sometimes it looks ridiculous and with this one looked like it was just really that you're really in the poster yeah and uh you took a picture of it
1: uh yes i did
2: did, did you uh tweet it i have not tweeted it but okay. i will but tweet it so people go into graham's
1: feed and find that picture because it's amazing and then I took a picture of the... And then, you know, some people had some gluten-free cookies, which were de- delightful. I have them in my bag. <laughs> uh, and then someone, one guy had a Millennium Falcon, which was great. Um, and then the guy that we picked had a giant poster of my head. And it was... Um, what was the movie? It was like... Oh, man. Gram of... Thrones or something? No, no, was it wasn't... Oh, no, I'm an idiot. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember either. I remember the guy's name was Andrew St. Charles. Yeah. But he just had a me a, a giant photo of me on a... Uh... Yeah,
2: and references to you and then at the bottom it said, written and directed by Andrew St. Charles. Right. And it was really well done. Yes. very large. And he okay. was sitting right up front. That's right, bro. His name on Twitter is Saint underscore Sleep. And, um... He also is wearing a shirt that said Cool Beans on it, because that's a bar that, that he, he owns. owns in in Knoxville. So, so go to Cool Beans and say hi to Andrew St. Charles. Yeah. Who well, I think sometimes I call Charles St. Andrews.
1: We well, and well, then you call me Graham St. Elwood or something, <laughs> and I started doing that like that was my morning radio name. Oh boy. I was like Graham St. Elwood of the bar names. <laughs> It was it was really fun. Oh yeah, it was
2: fun. It was a uh, oh that was that wasn't that pothole wasn't fun, uh, but it was um, it was a fun round of Leonard Malton and the categories. Let me dial it up and see if I can successfully do it without stopping this recording. The categories were all I had picked three different birthday people: Sir Ian McKellen, Sir Mike Myers, and Sir Anne Hae all celebrated a birthday yesterday and Andrew St. Charles picked Mike Myers and then I said from 19 what year was it? 1998 98, 98 uh two stars a dreary drama and I also said that uh, various celebrities appear as themselves and um that it features a canny performance did I say that yeah. and then Leonard listed 13 names Andrew St. Charles opened with the very smart I always encourage this in every player be they a comedian or an actor or a guest from the audience just say all the names if you're not sure yet yeah but put it on the other person to make a move so he did and then you went uh, 11 maybe? I think 10. 10. And then he went 9 or 8? Eight?
1: 8 maybe? Yeah, I think he went like yeah. Or did he make a jump? Did he go I think I think did he went, go 5 or something he went 7? And then I came back, I think it was 6 and then he said 5, I think, and then I said Naomi.
2: Okay. And then I said
1: uh Are we sure? Did I give names? I don't I don't remember reading these names. No, oh, you no, no, no He said zero Yeah, then he just went Because you, you said we were out of time So he had won anyway You're like, you get the You get tag. to win anyway And he said, okay, I'll say zero So I just said zero names and So we
2: didn't say any names And then he uh, Made a squinchy face Like he wasn't sure And he said 56? <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> Studio 56
2: <laughs> Oh, that was so great Cause he, And he, he's been kicking himself ever since he even wrote to me on Twitter that he blames it on Billy Crystal and Barry Pepper because what didn't they do a movie called 56? Fifty
1: Six, oh, 60. So, what, so how's that their fault? Yeah. It, uh, <laughs> that was a made-for-HBO movie about the Babe Ruth, Ruth, Babe Ruth home run chase. Yeah.
2: So, any any
1: ill sixty-one, I think it was. <laughs> I think it's Babe. Ruth. Yeah, it wasn't sixty. Sixty-two. No, it was sixty-one. Sixty-one, I think. Can't 58? Time. No, it wasn't in the 50s. So. 57. No, that was the Heinz movie. <laughs> You're an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember.
2: I didn't read these names because the first name out of the gates, Ron Jeremy, and then Daniel Lapine, Michael York, Lauren Hutton, blah blah blah. But the movie, yeah, it's called 54. And, and, and Leonard is right. It is a dreary drama. It's a double D. Stay away from the double D. And. um Oh, and he, he got the prizes anyway because we ran out of time. And um, the prize bag included uh, not only uh, Graham's Palm Strike Dance Party and a T-shirt from the nice folks at High Times Magazine, but also, I
1: was so proud of this that I found it while we were there, a hacky sack with Dollywood written on it. Yeah. yeah, you bought the, the Dollywood hacky sack, and then I was wearing a Dollywood tie-dye shirt. That is the most ridiculous thing you've ever seen. So, does that mean the people at Dollywood are hip to the fact that,
2: you know, people are stoners and they'll be attracted to those items, or is it more of a nod to just hippies like tie-dye and, and hacky-sacks and, and certainly a lot of people with long hair, they work at Hollywood. Like, I've never been to an amusement park where there were so many beards on the people that are strapping you into the ride. Not, not
1: beards like my stupid beard, like a long ass easy top beard on the guy well, the, yeah, that guy, putting you in the seat. That, that guy was Tennessee Thunder, or Tornado, Tennessee Tornado, and he had that, and he had a Civil War hat on.
0: <laughs>
1: uh, but
2: I thought it'd be fun here in the car to just play, like, a one-man version of uh, Leonard Maltin game where the people listening can sort of play against you with the two birthday categories because their birthdays are no more. But since I bothered to load them up, it might be fun to see how you do or how you might have done against audience members. Um, This one, the the Ian McKellen category, is from 2007. Three stars. Uh, Leonard calls... It says it's based on a book. And he also says... That um, the movie does a good job of introducing us to an unfamiliar world, and uh, he also (laughs) says it won the Oscar for visual effects. Gee, and he lists seventeen names. Um, How many names would you have said you could get it in? Not not with the bidding back and forth. Like at what point? How low would you take it? and still feel confident that you could get the correct answer
1: it's just a question of which one is it I'm just trying to think
2: this is really fun listening yeah listening to you think um. just pick a number and I'll, I'll read those names and then you can guess what
1: the movie is 7
2: Okay Kristen Scott Thomas Kathy Bates Freddie Highmore Ian McShane Ian McKellen Magda Shubensky And Jim Carter What movie What movie is it now? Guy who thought he had it dialed in Wow (laughs) Visual (laughs) Effects Ian McKellen You're never gonna get it Um, In a million years that's how much time I'm going to give you—million A million years. Wow, that is messed up. Uh, apt pupil. No, I'm just kidding. I'll uh, give you—I'll give you one more clue. Okay. A lot of times, Leonard will list the actors that appear on screen first, and then at the bottom, several of those names are listed as uh, voices that were involved in the movie. So some of those people at the bottom of the seven names were voices in this film from 2007 that won the Oscar for visual effects. And I'm telling you, I'm not judging you, Graham, because given all that information, I probably also wouldn't
1: get this right. The only thing I can think of is it's the Lord of the Rings, the second two towers. No, Kathy Bates has never had anything, no one yeah. would, that speaks with this. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know whether that, I guess it would have to be, uh, unless it's got to be but Harry Potter, that's, she's not in that either. With visual effects in 2007 dude you're gonna be like it's like I mean that's the thing about the
2: Oscars in general is a lot of the, a lot of those kinds of categories it's easy to forget right. uh, but even at the time I was like what the effects had, I, I guess the effects are good in it but I, I would imagine there was something else that was a more compelling movie that had great effects that same year uh, the movie is called the Golden Compass. Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's the first book in Philip Pullman's His Dark Materials trilogy called Northern Lights. Like, why good. didn't they call the movie Northern Lights?
1: Like, what kind
0: of. The
1: golden. D- dumb move is that? Never saw it and had no. and just went, ha huh? During the Oscars and then on to the next category. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's go on to the next category. Let's do
2: it. And Haish. <laughs> <laughs> Three stars for this Anne Haeche movie from 2011. He says it's about someone who is naive, almost childlike, and he says that the film is filled with accelerated life lessons, and the result is both funny and disarming. And then and he gives it three stars that's about right I might go a little higher um and he lists eleven names 2011
1: with Anne Heche I guess I'll go six names okay here's your six names
2: Mike O'Malley of course from yesterday. Rob Cordry. Children's Hospital, Thomas Lennon, Reno 911, Alias Shawcat, Arrested Development, with, 15, with a shit ton of new episodes. Fifteen, is it available yeah. as we speak? I'm That's not, right. not going to say where though. Kurtwood Smith from RoboCop and Steven Root from
1: Office Space. Radio Joe Rogan, 2011. Powerful. Three stars. Steven Rook. Those are all awesome people. I know. It's a fucking great cast. What movie were they all in together that had all these life lessons in it? Holy shit, Mike O'Malley was great on the last season of uh, Justified.
2: Are you caught up on Justified? No. Pat wow. Oswalt's in it a ton. Oh, wow. And Mike O'Malley, and they're both great. Jesus! I can hear the listeners screaming. Yeah. Well, that's how you take people down when we play against the audiences. You, you often make them name it, and I think that's what would have happened here. Any guesses? Um, can you even think of an Anne Heche movie? Wow! I'm trying to remember the last thing she was in. She's done a lot of TV of
1: late. Yeah, she's been on TV.
2: It was in the show About the guy Who walks to the river And takes off his pants And jumps in Some people call it Hung I call it the show About the guy Who walks down (laughs) to the river And takes off his pants And jumps in That's so much easier Because it bothered me Having to see that Every time I didn't watch Every episode of that show But when I'd watch it I'd be like Why is this the opening credits (laughs) (laughs) Um Me, I don't know. Cedar Rapids,
1: fuck me, With Ed
2: Helms, John I C. Riley, that
1: that's right, and
2: Isaiah Whitlock Jr.
0: She...
1: She...
2: John C. Riley should have been nominated for an Oscar for that movie, he is so good in it. That movie's awesome, fuck that's right, she was great in that. Yeah, she looked great in that. There's a scene where she gets in the swimming pool in her underwear,
1: and the, during the whole scene, uh, John C. Riley's got a trash can on his head. And... <laughs> It's pretty funny, and like her and Vera Farminga both played those like traveling business women so well. Vera Farminga did it in uh, Up in the Air, Up in the Air. Oh, but she was also great in Up as the traveling business woman who hitched a
2: ride in the house with all the balloons. Yes, yeah, so uh, Cedar Rapids. I saw that, god damn it. That Doug, Doug digs it, Cedar Rapids. Check it out. Good job, Graham. You can't even win when you're the only player. <laughs> I mean, play, uh, excuse me. And then, boy, what a day yesterday. After, after a delightful meet and greet with very nice folks in Knoxville, then we went and watched UFC, yes. UFC, UFC, and we were exhausted and were like questioning whether or not we were going to be able to stay up till uh, you know, midnight or so
1: to watch the, uh, yeah. And boy, are we glad we did. Those were some... Well, like the undercards that were just on FX that started at 8 o'clock Eastern Time. So there was 8 to 10 is undercard fights, and they all went the distance. Yeah, so they're all just long fights. Long fights. Some entertaining, some not as much. Some not as much. So then... But just exhausting in general. The pay-per-view starts at 10. So now we've been up all day. We went to Dollywood. We did a show. It's 10 o'clock. And we're like, I don't know. And then it was just like one first round knockout. It was just amazing fights. Just, yeah, just, everybody just went after it.
2: Because even those first round knockouts, in some cases, the guy who got
1: knocked out looked like he was going to win seconds before. Oh, it was nuts. And there was some great fight. I mean, like, the, um. Uh Gray Maynard is so amazing And then the guy I forget the name of the guy He lost to But that guy is now gonna Dana White I was reading online Dana White said that, uh, Cause I think it's The lightweight category Benson Henderson Is the lightweight champ And that guy's like Gets a T.J. Fuck I'm blanking on his name T.J. Uh, he, he's gonna fight Benson Henderson now For the lightweight title And that's gonna be An amazing fight Cause Gray Maynard is amazing And this guy just Lit him up God That was such a good fight and then the um, the Junior Dos Santos Mark Hunt fight was ridiculous. Yeah, that Mark Hunt guy is just a it's just a fucking tree stump, oh.
2: a giant redwood of a oh. man, and uh, seems like would be very hard to knock him down. And, and that dude and, would would just pop him and put him on the
1: ground several times. And then he finally the fight, but he just kept kn- getting back up. He kept getting back up, and then finally. Uh, Junior Dos Santos spinning round kick, he kicks him in the head. That knocks like him. a helicopter blade oh, to the forehead. To the forehead, he goes down, and then drills him and drills his head into the ground with a fist. And that was it. And then the title fight, Cain Velasquez defends his title fight against uh, Bigfoot Silva. And I want to kind of read more, hear more, like what Joe Rogan and them thought. It seemed to us. That the ref called it A little early Yeah Bigfoot
2: was like Starting to get back up As soon as the ref Called it He was like Shaking his head Like why did you do that Yeah You know Totally reminded me Of Fessick In uh, Princess Bride The way he was Shaking his head At Wallace Shawn It's totally like Fessick It was totally like that uh, Thank <laughs> Princess you Princess know, Bride And the UFC
1: Are so similar
2: They are Cause it's <laughs> he, he was a fighter Andre the Giant Thank you to all the nice folks at Buffalo Wild Wings where we uh, really enjoyed fun. the fights. The, it was the Wolf Creek location, Tiger Valley, <laughs> Weasel River. Yeah, it was Weasel River. It had some sort of It was up on Weasel River. It had some sort of Turkey name. Turkey Creek? Turkey Creek. Oh, no, something. Worst.
1: Cedar Rapids. No. Cedar Rapids, I got that category right. That's Boom. wrong. And H I'm the winner
2: now it's time for Tweet Relief tweets about movies at our buddy at Mark A.G. no relation to Steve Uh, A.G. Comic from Texas. Comic that we met in Texas and now he lives out in Los Angeles. Uh, He tweeted just plugged Fast and Furious 6 looks awesome into WebMD and it diagnosed me with a massive head injury. (laughs) Ah. (laughs) This has been Tweet Relief tweets about movies. Tomorrow, Monday, Memorial Day, come see me and Graham Elwood and two other guests in a Douglas Movies taping at Zaney's in Nashville at 420, where we are heading to do a 420 stand-up show today. And there's also a few ticks left for my 420 stand-up show at Comedy Bar in Toronto on Saturday, June 1st, and for my show on Sunday, June 2nd at Helium in Buffalo and to the Y at 420. Thanks, Graham. Thank you. And as always, going on Raging Flames of Fury, when there are other actual good rides that we didn't get to (laughs) at Dollywood, is a shithead.
0: Now it's time for Doug
2: to
1: watch another talkie. Eyes of gold is viewing prowess, makes him cocky. There's no room
0: in his heart
1: for you, cause...